Welcome in to the second episode, or not second, third episode of Off Grid Pros Podcast. Stop laughing at me. This is my first time introducing us. Um, We've only done this three times. I mean, how could you screw that up? All right, here's the thing. Um, Keneally, you have to introduce us from now on. We should do a thing where every week we switch it up. Uh, no, then- no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> no. No, you're going to learn to count. (laughs) Okay, we are on our 17th episode (laughs) of the Off-Grade Pros Podcast. Today, uh, what are we talking about today, Keneally? This is solar power stations or solar generators, which is Mm. right up your alley. I think you sell these daily, right? Wrong. We're not Mm. talking about that today. Ah, We're going to talk about all the different ways you can eat chicken. Um, that's fun that's a question for you. What? Okay, as an off-grid podcast, how far can we deviate from the general <laughs> topic of podcast? All I mean, of, of, of off-grid, like, can we talk about that kind of stuff? Absolutely. You eat chicken off-grid? You can do anything off-grid. <laughs> you can do goat yoga off-grid. That's a thing. Goat yoga. Baby goat okay. yoga. We can talk about doing that. It's going to be how to do off-grid goat yoga. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I think that that's probably guaranteed that'll be our most listened to episode. No doubt. Yeah, I feel like if we deviate really far, it'll make it just more interesting, you know? Like, we can just change the title of the actual podcast every time. So that way it's relevant. <laughs> yeah. And it won't be confusing. <laughs> as, as long as there's video of Keneally doing goat yoga, I, I, <laughs> that's all that matters that'll be, to that'll me. That'll be a one and only episode that is actually uh, like recorded and put on YouTube. And that's now it. some real thoughts are happening. That's, some, that's the kind of thinking outside of the box I like to hear. And I'm Good. 100% down to do that. All right, fact, cool. There's not a whole lot I won't do with goats. Oh. All right. <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, I think I'm the only one not That's... partaking in the beer right now, so I think that makes sense. No, I this think it's is... just me. No. He's lying. It's it's spiked LaCroix. No, it's not. I'm gonna uh... do a thing where I pick a new fancy beer every week that we do an episode. Hey, we can talk about what? beer. Yeah. That's a good episode. I'm gonna see if I can get one of the local breweries to make us an off grid pros brand of beer. That would be bomb. Yeah, nice. we just sell that. Okay, all right, that's out of the way. So let's see, who do we have here today? Um, we have Ryan. Ryan, say hi to the folks, Ryan. Hello. Great, great job. <laughs> um, Ryan is. <laughs> who is Ryan? Ryan is a Ryan's a veteran. Ryan is an MIT grad with. No, MIT, West, no. West, West Point grad West from, Point. what is it, mechanical engineering? Mechanical, mechanical engineering. engineering. What? I couldn't do it. What I think else you your got? brother, though, is, yeah. isn't, isn't your brother an MIT grad? What school? Did he go to yeah. several schools? He is yeah. yeah. Yeah, he went to he's the, what, like the president of Nissan? No, he actually uh, went to work for Target now. So what? He's, in a, he's an executive with Target. So. He left yeah. Nissan? He did. He uh, decided to move to... Minneapolis. So dang, but really? yeah, that's he's fine. Yeah, yeah, he's much smarter than I am. He's uh, 
Um, I don't. I, I don't think that. so. I think there's something. <laughs> I think there's something in the Holtz bloodline, uh, the, the Holtz genome. There's something. There's something special going on in there. <laughs> I wish I could jump from executive position to executive position in like multi-billion-dollar companies. I wish that was a thing that I could do. So you have to get a master's degree from MIT. Okay. Or is it a bachelor's week. or a master's? Why don't we get your brother on here? Um, he actually yeah. has he has three master's degrees. Oh my so. god! Real underachiever, yeah. you guys. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He's family of slackers. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> look, at, um, look at you, the the owner of many companies yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the owner of the off grid Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, what else is great about Ryan? Uh, Ryan's a NAPSEP certified installer. What's that mean, Ryan? It is uh, North American Board of Certified Energy Practitioners, which uh, it just means that you've you've done you've taken a pretty difficult test um, that covers like the, all of the code and sizing and ethics uh, of solar um, and solar sales and installation. So, Cool. Yeah. I feel like they should shorten that acronym at some point. It's a really long one. Yeah. I mean, nobody knows about it or knows what it is, <laughs> and so it doesn't really matter, you know? <laughs> well, I've got it. That's good. Um, who am I? My name is Jonathan. Um I am the COO of this here establishment, uh, a marketing whiz, you may say, a musical genius, um, <laughs> all facts about me. <laughs> One of the most humble people you'll ever meet. Really. My greatest quality is uh, my level of humbleness. Um, it is superbly high. Great. What is next? Who do we have next? We have Keneally. Keneally, uh, he works here. So what are we talking about today? Uh, <laughs> tell us about yourself. I would be the the chief financial officer of this here organization, although we don't mm-hmm. have any finances to chiefly operate. That's the best. <laughs> it makes your job easy. So my day is pretty much filled with doing whatever I want to do. Um, <laughs> No, I, I have a couple degrees myself, not nearly as cool, not even in the same realm of West Point or MIT, but I have a couple of them. Um, yeah, and for here, I for the podcast, I, may, I basically just make jokes. Unless it's batteries, I can't talk about any of this stuff, but okay. that's what Great. I'm here for. Awesome. Well, that's who we are. Welcome in. Um, so like he said, today's topic is solar power stations and sometimes known as solar generators. I know it's a it's a pretty touchy subject for some. I've actually – I've watched a lot of uh, – uh, what's that guy's name? I think it's like Will something on YouTube where he just – he does a whole bunch of um, reviews on solar power stations or just solar, solar information overall and – the comments in that, in, on that YouTube page on each video are so aggressive about if it's called a solar power station or called a solar generator. Um, and I guess I, I don't, I'm not particularly sure. Do you have any idea, Ryan, why people would, would ha- hate the term solar generator and prefer solar power station instead? I, I just think they don't. They have too much time on their hands. I don't. There's like there's just 
a stupid argument. So, uh, well, I mean, what is I mean, the there's argument? Probably there's, some, there's some technical thing, mm-hmm. um, but I, it, I, it doesn't make any sense to argue this. But it seems that's it, what people do. It's very. I just see such passionate um, comments of of how it's not called a generator. So, isn't the general that. idea behind a generator of just something that generates power? Yeah, that's what I had, and so, that's what I thought. But you know, who knows these days? You no, know, I'm going to end the argument for everybody, and feel free to comment on our area <laughs> where you can comment. Tell us how much I'll you take, hate Kaylee. I will, I will take you to task on this. If it generates power, it's a damn generator. Well, today we're talking about solar power stations. <laughs> well, okay, great. So, um, yeah. So today again, we're talking about solar power stations. But first, let's uh, let's jump into our our little segment of uh, interesting facts. So the interesting fact of this episode is in the U.S. Wind power is significantly more popular than solar. Surprise, surprise. Out of all the renewable energy produced in the U.S. in 2019, 24% came from wind while 9% came from solar. Here's the thing, though. Utilities and large-scale operations heavily utilize wind energy while homeowners prefer solar. I think um, in my own opinion or in my own um, – what I've seen in the world, when you know when you drive to California and you just see the giant wind farm, it's that kind of stuff that I feel like is is boosting this number to twenty four percent. Also, like when you drive throughout Kansas, there's a crazy amount of giant wind turbines. So I feel like that's it's that kind of stuff that's that's driving this number so high, um, and yep. that solar is pretty popular, obviously because you don't. You don't go into a residential area and see a wind turbine in somebody's front yard. But everywhere you go, especially here in, in Arizona and California, you'll see solar on people's houses in every neighborhood. Um, so I definitely think that's probably why why that number is, is so high there. Um, is it like the, the amount of, of energy produced? Is that, that what, that's what they're measuring there? Yes, I think so. That's yeah. Yeah, it says hmm. renewable energy produced. Yeah. Now so. I wonder if like if that I wonder if that takes into account off-grid solar energy use. You know, because I imagine they're getting that number from electrical grid. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably getting it from the power companies, right? Like this yeah, is how it, much energy has been backfed to us, and then they calculate. They just add that up. I I would guess that you're right that. That that does not take into account off grid, but um, really the the biggest thing that, that has driven so much wind power is that it's on a utility scale. It's uh, up until very very recently, uh, large scale wind was much much cheaper than solar. So and and now we're seeing the cost of solar projects, uh, you know, compete in in a lot of areas um, with with large scale wind. So. That that number is gonna that, that number is gonna change. So. Yeah, and I think some of the reasons that some even like residential, um, like homeowners might use wind is just because of the thought process of oh it's still working for me even at night. Um, whereas obviously solar isn't really doing that in terms of producing power. So I think because like we have people call into Prometheus and say hey can you install this wind turbine for me? It's like I mean we used to do that a, a lot more, but 
kind of gotten away from that to focus more on, on the solar side of things, just being this more cost efficient, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, on, on the small scale, uh, solar is is definitely well. I, I shouldn't say that like across the country. I mean, there's there would be areas where wind might make more sense for you. You know, if you're in Kansas in the right areas, like um, it's possible wind might produce more on an, on a daily basis than solar. But, uh, for most small scale, uh, solar is going to w- produce quite a bit more for the money. So, yeah, even here out in like a Dhoni park, the wind is wild. It, like when we used to have our office out there and I would drive home, I felt like my car was going to get blown off the road because the wind was so intense. Um, and there's definitely a few tur- wind turbines out there. So have you ever been yeah. to Oklahoma speaking of wind? Yep. Either of you? That's the windiest place I've ever been. I imagine. That's true. It's the only place where wind has taken me off my feet was in Oklahoma. Oh, sounds romantic. Oh God, it's not my favorite. <laughs> but every time, every time I hear wind power, my mind immediately goes to Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Well, <laughs> maybe we'll sell lots of wind turbines to Oklahoma people. I don't know if they're know? big on renewable energy in the them them parts of the. But we're gonna change the world. We're gonna change. <laughs> Starting with Oklahoma. Yeah. We'll see. Okay, let's jump into what we're actually talking about today: power stations. Okay, so what what is a power station? Basically, it is an all-in-one little setup. So it it makes going solar or even traveling and and taking power with you on the go much easier than you kind of putting together your own miniature off-grid system. So some of the, what, what does that include? So basically it's a battery, it's an inverter, it's a charge controller, and then it's got the outputs that you need to actually use the power inside, inside the battery pack. So how, how you can charge that is, is there a few different options. It's kind of based on the brand the different product but you can charge it with solar panels you can charge it with a car battery you know like cigarette type lighter you can even charge it with a wall outlet and it's it just makes it a lot easier than like i said building your own miniature little system and and trying to take that with you Um, they always come ready to go set up and all you all you basically have to do is is plug right into it some brands even have it pre-charged for you so you can start using it the second you get it. So what are these brands? Um, the different brands that we have carried through our other company, Prometheus, um, through our DBA plug and play is the probably, probably the biggest one that we carry through there is Energy. Energy used to have the Apex. It used to also have the Kodiak. And they were very very similar in size of battery and and that kind of stuff, but their functions and their inverters were adjusted as time went on. And there was a big debacle of energy apex inverters, not being able to do a 1500 watt continuous. Um, It was more of five to 700 watt. But I think when people think of like a 1500 watt inverter or a thousand watt inverter, they're like, this should run, you know, 24 seven at that. And it's like, I mean, you, you, you could do that if you want to burn it out real quick, uh, but it's definitely not recommended. Um, 
so yeah, so that's that's one of the, the companies that we've we've uh, sold their products, and they have a new system that's actually coming out. It's on pre-sale on their website. Don't buy it yet because you're going to buy it from us instead. It's called the Energy Flex. So the Flex unit is basically a modular unit, and modular is it. It just means that you can build upon this a stupid amount of battery. It's, I think it's 96 additional batteries you can add and each battery is about a kilowatt of power. So like, why do I don't know who needs 96 kilowatts of battery storage. I mean, I watched one of energy's energy's, uh, YouTube videos because they're kind of doing a weekly thing about how, questions about the energy flex because it's not releasing until october officially and i think the most they've sold is five to one person and just to think it's like that's the that's the most they've sold so far and they have you have the option of building in 96 additional batteries i mean can you think can you guys think of like a situation that somebody's going to need 96 kilowatts of battery storage uh, I mean, we we've done some really large off-grid systems, like you you know somebody with a that owns a ranch, you know, and has a large operation going. If they're wanting to run a big house on air conditioning, that kind of thing. But for you know, for these types of systems, it'd be pretty pretty rare. I think that you would want to use something like this for something that large might be more yeah, of a custom system so yeah. uh, even in this yeah. one it has a 1500 watt continuous inverter with a 3000 surge so i mean it just seems wild to me that you would need 96 external batteries and that's like the most you can surge it at or so even you're saying you can add battery banks to it up to 96 kilowatts or are you saying that like these things will daisy chain together in order to yeah. do that yeah, they lit- you literally just stack right onto it. So like you buy the Energy Flex, right? And then you just buy the external battery pack, which is just, you know, the extra battery, the Flex battery, and then you stack them and that's it. And they just work right together and then you just can continuously build like your stack battery them bank. One on top of the other? Literally stack right on top of each other. Like physically stack it. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, that it's sweet. freaking cool. Like it's, I, I don't want to say they were the first ones to do it because point zero came out with the system a while ago where it's, it's a big old honk of a thing. It's like, it, it, it's, I think it's got like two kilowatts of battery storage already. And then same kind of deal. It's just, you can just add external battery packs and just build right on top of each other each other it's crazy well, i know it sounds like these things are portable then right like a, yep. an average person can lift it up then because i know i've seen some of them I yeah, don't, unless you stack 96 then it's probably gonna right, no, of course, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i know i've seen some of these things that they they roll around on wheelbarrows i don't i don't uh, remember the i was looking at some <laughs> company green mean green something solar oh, machine you know all right yeah, there's a bunch of yeah. them but like some of these things can get pretty pretty big yeah, like well, they're kind of costly. Yeah, so like I'll give you an example. So Energy Apex, how big was the system? It was about twelve hundred watt hours, I believe, of battery storage, just in, in that unit, the one that was out before the Flex, and the cost for that was one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. 
Oh, that's, so, not, I mean, that's not bad. So that, that kind of gives you an idea of is roughly, I guess, what, like a dollar a watt for, for the storage. Um, so that's, that's the cost of that system. And then you look at other things like, uh, like the Humless, Humless units. We sell Humless units on, on plug and play. And that system, you can have something as, as small as a 6.5 kilowatt all the way up to 30, 40, 50. It's, it's crazy. There's also like a modular system, but intended more for a home use. So like off grid homes or even battery backup for your house. Is that where you isolate like your, um, certain circuits, you know, like your stuff you want to keep on fridge, other appliances, TV, computer, like, so if the power goes out, that thing kicks on to power those specific units or can it do a whole home? Um, I, th- I think you could have homeless makes units that you could actually back up a, a whole home. Um, but for, for the most part, when you're, when you're using these in like a backup scenario, you probably, you don't want to try to back up your air conditioner and some of those really large loads that, um, are not necessarily critical during a backup situation. So they're so like critical. Um, you mean like for me, my hot tub is the most critical thing that I own, right? So, so, like so if I wanted yeah. to back up that, how many, how much homeless battery station, solar generator, what, how much do I need? What's the, what's the price point? Here? What's yeah. The um, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good question. Cause, um, so the, the smallest unit they make is a 6.5 kilowatt hour unit. And, um, most hot tubs are going to use, you know, somewhere between eight and 12 kilowatt hours a day, I'd say something in that range. So you'd need so you get something bigger. Universal. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. only going to cost you $17,000. I would say I, it's worth it to keep it on. I think I personally, <laughs> well, that's, that's without the solar. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> I mean, still sounds worth it. <laughs> <laughs> So the cost of these, you said it's about a dollar a watt. Isn't that roughly what the what's solar per watt? That oh, it just right. depends because like you, it it really just depends on the brand. So like I'll give you some examples here. Renogy, you can buy a normal 100 watt rigid panel, and it's going to cost you about 125. It's a little bit more than a dollar a watt. So what, like a dollar and a quarter. Yeah, that makes sense, math. And then. You can buy something that's like a foldable solar suitcase type panel, and that's going to be like two twenty, and that's with no charge controller or anything. It's just you know just solar panel. Whereas if you want to go and get a, a solar panel that is a foldable suitcase and it also has charge controller built in, it's going to add another forty bucks or so to the price. Unless it's Zamp, then it's going to drive the price up even more. So like the most expensive expensive. Um, Zamp folding suitcase type panel there is is the 230 watt which is 950 50 bucks so it really just depends Power on the ranges all over the place yeah, yeah i was doing some math in my head actually just now and it, I, now that i think about it home solar is you're going to be looking somewhere around a thousand dollars per panel mm-hmm. on, in that yeah. ballpark so and those are going to be like 300 330 so yeah it's more like three three and a half bucks per watt i guess for home for home solar but yeah however yeah, so you I mean, got, it, you're you're paying for labor and installation and stuff and that this, this so that's, yeah. that would make sense the price per watt should be a tiny bit uh less expensive for for portable solar generators 
Yeah. So it really just depends on what you want. Cause like, like I said, with, with these types of things, it's, it's, there's so many different options of smaller scale solar panels and what you want to do with it, how you want to work it. Zamp even has different stuff like a, an elongated 90 watt panel, which looks like it has like two cells wide and I don't even know how many cells long, 20 cells long. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, there's just so, so many options that you can do based on your roof or if you want to have foldable panels, all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty cool. Um, so I guess in terms of these solar power stations, there's a lot of options that you have in terms of sizing them as well. So like we said, the energy flex, you can have as little as, you know, maybe a, a kilowatt and a half or so of battery all the way up to 96 100 kilowatts of battery um but the smaller things those are offered through all these different companies as well so like we're going to be offering lion energy products on our website they have something that is basically a handheld solar power station it's called the lion cub go and how, what's what's the specs on this thing basically you can you know charge your phone for 18 hours or i guess charge it like three or four times or five times whatever um it's and it's only three pounds whereas you know a humless 10 universal 10 is going to be i don't know hundreds of pounds so it's it's pretty crazy the the range that you can get these things um because not only lion does that but um, who else does it? Renogy. Renogy has little handheld type things, you know, that have USB ports so you can charge your phone if you're on the go. Even even uh, EcoFlow has a tiny little thing. It's called the – what is this thing called? The Riverbank. So that's a fun little name. Riverbank. I think it's – their marketing for that is it's the largest battery bank that you can take on an airplane. So that's super helpful for all the people that are flying right now. So if you want that. Why, um, why would you need a battery bank on an airplane just that? Maybe uh, I've, I mean, honestly, I've had outlets not work on a plane. So, I mean, if you're, if you're really nervous that you're going like flying to Asia and it's a 15 hour flight and the outlet won't work in front of you, your laptop dies in a few hours and then you're just sitting there staring at your it, front it, of your chair. It's that we should do a whole episode on things that people feel are necessary on a plane. <laughs> flying back, flying back from uh, from London earlier this year, my my buddy Adam was genuinely pissed that the only whiskey they had was like Johnny Walker Red. I mean, that's it actually a, that's, puts him in a bad mood. I, what, he was flying back from London. Yeah, I and mean, we were coming back from Ireland. So yeah, I remember when, yeah, when I JFK or something like that. I when I studied abroad in Greece, I, the amount of marketing just like all the banners and ads and stuff of johnny walker red in the airports in like switzerland and athens is unbelievable it's literally like an entire terminal it's just johnny walker red everywhere and it's that's that's i mean maybe they love it over there according to him i didn't buy it like i didn't buy it because it made me mad there was too much too much marketing (laughs) as a marketing person it made me mad (laughs) i don't i don't know what all whiskey tastes the same to me you can argue with in the comments about that too all whiskey is the same 
I'm going to make that comment, see how passionate you get about that. I feel like at this point, it, it, it's your job here is to make them as angry as possible to get, um, you know, people to get involved with this. Yeah. Talk to me. I'm going to, I'm going to be in all of our, everywhere we can, we can have comments. I'm going to be in all of them all day long. Okay. Go ahead and share your address too. Uh, let them know what to. that is. Come to my house. He's got a hot tub. outside with some Jack Daniels. We'll get in my hot tub and talk about <laughs> generators. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, like right that. on topic. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. So if you want uh, Keneally's address, um, feel free to comment down below, and uh, we'll make sure to get that in the in the description. First person to convince me that ev- that all whiskey doesn't taste the same gets my home address. That's 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 what we're gonna do. Get a date with Keneally. Yeah, you get a date with me. <laughs> Hang out with me in my house. Uh, anyways, okay, uh, what, what's what's the most popular uh, uh, size of, of solar generator? What it, that, so that's going to basically be in that that energy flex range. One of the most popular ones that has recently come up, I would say in the last year or two, is the EcoFlow Delta. So when you look at the EcoFlow Delta, it kind of looks like like the Tesla of, of solar power stations. It just looks like Tesla made it. And this, this company basically started a Kickstarter so that they could raise funds to create this thing. And I think their original Kickstarter was like some tens of thousands of dollars that their, their goal was. I think they raised like $2 million in a few months. It's crazy. And so now they, they've been selling the EcoFlow Delta. They've been selling their, their river bank, their river 370. And that's just like a smaller version. And now they're trying to also create their own modular system. And so that's the R600. And I think that's another one that's not coming out for another few months. But I think river 600 from EcoFlow and the energy flex are going to be probably released in like the same month and they're both going to be this flex type system that you can literally just stack these batteries so it'll be very interesting to see how they compete because energy has had some order fulfillment issues in the past because um especially once everything started happening back in what like february march everybody kind of freaked out and was like because of the pandemic yeah, so they're like, what if, what if uh, my power goes out? What if the grid goes down because you know people aren't going to work? So I need some kind of something to to keep me going. So all these solar power stations were sold out like in a couple weeks. So energy went through six months worth worth of stock in three weeks and just completely sold out. So they weren't even their their plan all along was to release this flex system in october but they sold out in march of their apex which was supposed to last them through october so it's like what do we do for the next six months so that sounds like a wonderful problem to have can I, I know can i bring you back to you said something really interesting that piqued my interest a minute ago you said one of these companies did a like a crowd crowdfunding yep. we got two million dollars in in two months yep okay um and why aren't we doing that? We are. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good. 
That sounds you, really important. You, we should focus a lot of energy in that area. You know what we should do, honestly, is create our own solar power station. Uh, here's the gen- gen- Generator, okay? It's a generator. <laughs> All right, here's the thing. These are so popular right now and are probably going to be for the next several years. I mean, it, the, the technology is just getting like ridiculous. Well, where do we find an engineer? Right, he's on this podcast. Right, yeah. Ryan. Ryan. Speak up about what your plan is to create a power station for us to be selling. Here's the thing. People are are wanting a system that works in every capacity because there's always like two or three things that are wrong with each one of these systems that people just complain and complain about. So let's just create one that works all the way around. It's got a, just a tiny bit more uh battery capacity and maybe so all, one more outlet all of these have <laughs> some sort of flaw? <laughs> say what they all have some sort of flaw yeah so like all one of the it's like energy their their boondocking plug they had on the apex had a lot of issues and it would basically not ever work so they just got rid of it with the flex and then some of these other ones like their cigarette lighter their dc outlets aren't aren't regulated and so then people have issues with that kind of stuff and so it's like why why don't we just create something that every part of it works i don't understand why companies keep like they know like they spend a lot of time in manufacturing and design all that kind of stuff it's like let's just create something that works all around so that we don't have people yelling at us gets because they're hiring cut rate engineers we all know that they don't have orion yeah yeah we do <laughs> Great news well, let's let's oh start a Kickstarter campaign. Let's just go ahead and do it. Uh, let's raise some money. And um, you know, I've been building little units like this forever. There you, so there you I mean, go. Uh, it, it's it it can be done. It can definitely be done. Here are the specs that we need. We need two thousand watt hours of battery. Okay, done. Easy. Yep. What else? We need. 2000 watt continuous in the inverter and like a 4000 watt surge. Cool. Cool. Okay. Easy. We need eight AC wall outlets. We need some USBs because, you know, whatever. We need a boondock adapter plug thing on there so that people can just plug right in. They don't got to go on Amazon and search for one, it's just ready to go. Cool. Great, yeah. And we need that to I be able to. Talking now, I'm the, we need to feed that. in like a stupid amount of solar because that was one of the issues with the, with the Apex as well was that you could only feed in 500 watts of solar max. Um, but that's one of the things that they fixed with the Flex is that I think it's like 90 amps or something like that. You can you can ultimately feed into this thing, so. That if they've definitely fixed a lot of a lot of the issues, so I'm really excited actually to be selling it and, and offering it because I think it's going to be a great product. But I'm going to be more excited to sell our own thing. And here's the second step of the plan: we've already made it. We've got we're a million. We've got five million dollars in Kickstarter. Third, second plan: Ryan's brother owns Target. We are going to sell them at Target. Uh, Beautiful. Sounds great. Sounds so great. Thought, well thought out plan. I'll, I'll, I'll run it by him. 
See, yeah. see what he says. Okay. <laughs> Who who's angry about it? I honestly, I just came up with a great I plan. I don't see anything wrong with it at and all. You it's hear the listener. You are you are the first to hear about it. So go to our Kickstarter. The link is in the description, and well, maybe it'll be on our website at some point. But get it on this early. If you're trying to trying to be a millionaire, all that kind of stuff, because we're going to be selling these offering shares or some profit sharing of it. Do we? Is this an investment um, opportunity for our listeners? Yeah, when we go and we're going to be sold on the stock market, we're we're going to be in an index fund. It's going to be we're going to be top 500 companies in the U.S. Give us six months, and at that point, you're going to make millions. Yeah, so I have our IPO date for next year already. Like, we're in on the ground floor. It's real hot right now to take uh, companies public that don't make any money. Like, we could be worth billions and produce nothing. It's wonderful time to be alive. Can we sell? Can we make? Can we get that and then sell immediately? No, they unfortunately they do do lockout periods. Yeah, we we might have. uh, I think uh, I think it was the uh, Snapchat. The guys that made Snapchat they went public by like ten thirty that morning. They were billionaires, and uh, but they couldn't couldn't liquidate because they had a lockout period. I think for like eighteen months or something like that. Eighteen months. Yeah, that's. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so you get to watch all your wealth slip away right when you're allowed to sell. Dang, that sucks. <laughs> well, well, we'll talk about we'll talk more what about we that were later. talking about. Yeah, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, we were talking about the different sizes. Then. Okay, so um, yeah, so there's definitely those couple of different options. Like I said, the EcoFlow Delta, it's like. I think it's the probably the most recent one to to come out. It's got a 1,260 watt hour battery in it, um, but they call it the Delta 1300. I think we're just kind of rounding up to that 1300. Um, but I mean, I, I I feel like people are are pretty happy with it. I think they also um, kind of made note of all the issues that other companies were having and, and tried to fix them, and now they're they're doing this R6, R600 to, to create their own form of the modular system. Um, I think probably the biggest name in the solar power station world is going to be Goal Zero. And uh, Goal Zero is that one that has eluded us from day one. They, um, they are such a large company that they are also sold out of pretty much everything. And so they're not We've been trying to work with them for the past couple of years with plug and play, but um, they just have so many people carrying their products. And what's different about them is that they actually offer an AGM version of this their solar generator and lithium, whereas like all of these other companies only offer lithium. And so if somebody wants to get into having a solar power station, they can get a AGM version of it for, you know, like half the price or whatever. So it's it's interesting that they aren't just sticking with straight lithium. Is that just to make it uh, – Just is that just for cost purposes? Um, I know it's a lot less expensive because uh, it's going to make it much heavier. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, what – That would be cost. The, I'm, I mean, sure, yeah, I'm sure that's cost for sure. Yeah. And there, uh, there is some temperature – there's some temperature issues too, right? Like with lithium we talked about before. Uh-huh. So maybe, you know, maybe it has something to do with that and those that and cost. So. Yeah. Yeah. So Let's do it with a car battery. Make it super cheap. We just put used perfect. car batteries in there. Right. That's it. Wow. <laughs> Why didn't we think of that earlier? Oh my gosh. 
Good one, you Keneally. You wouldn't believe how many people have tried to use car batteries, though, for for uh, for solar purposes. I I would believe it. Would you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen it a few times. Like you're wrong. So. <laughs> yeah, I have seen it too. That's. Well, looking at this goal zero one right now. I pulled it up online. That's uh, which one? I'm looking at. I'm just looking at their main page. They have, they have this. They have. Here's a big competitor. They have a three thousand watt or system that has built-in Wi-Fi. Ryan, write that down. We also need built-in Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. So keep that in mind. Done for this system. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm looking Got at it. these like Goal Goal Zero Yeti 1000 lithium portable power station. Yep. Yeah, they're going on their own site for like 1,200 bucks. It's not bad. Yeah. It's it's it's. It's actually a little bit more expensive. So the difference, the difference between the, this system and like the EcoFlow Delta. So this is one thousand. Like I said, with the EcoFlow Delta, it's one thousand two hundred and sixty. So it's like what twenty five percent larger battery capacity. And then when you charge from a wall outlet with the EcoFlow, it's going to go from zero. Considering all factors are are good so it's not hot the the ecoflow delta is you know at room temperature whatever the battery is not overheating in any way you're gonna go from zero to eighty percent in like 60 to 75 minutes so it's like whereas with the yeti i think it takes like 25 hours for it to charge from zero to 100 yeah that's one major benefit with lithium man you could charge those things fast well, even even with these with these lithium, it's that's that's what the the charging time is. So it's like if you wanted to use like they have on here recommended solar pairings. So if you had a one hundred watt solar suitcase, it's going to take fifteen to thirty hours to charge it. So wow. that's a I I don't know how many people have that much time or want to wait, um, and I think that's probably an issue that has been building up because of good old Amazon that people have gotten so used to things just being, you know, done right away. And it's so us millennials, that, man. We, we do that. I actually don't know if you're a millennial. I don't think, I don't know if Ryan, do we, are we three separate generations? I just thought about that, but we uh, millennials, I know I am. We like things, we like things, you know, here quick. Well, I think that's, that's why I, business. Free, yeah. Free that's why like model. Delta did that is because they're like, people want things done right now so what do we do we create a system that can charge from zero to 80 percent in one hour yeah it's like okay it's just perfect it's just add more solar i don't why that's what i'm saying i don't understand that it doesn't make any sense i think the idea is that it's it it is just those people that want something that goes quickly you know because some people i've had several people buy an ecoflow delta from us and they don't even buy solar panels like people are buying these things without accompanying it with solar so they're like so charging I mean, it at home and yeah they're just it off grid exactly yeah and uh, then if they ever like are somewhere else you know like i don't know coffee shop or something they plug it in somewhere and, and they're good to go they don't have to use their own power if i walk so, if i was in if i was in a coffee shop it, if i was in a coffee it. shop and i saw somebody walk in with one of those i would call I'd be like, like loud I'd be like, you're a nerd <laughs> you. plug into the wall get out of here <laughs> 
I mean, it's definitely uh, you can do that, and then you don't have to even increase your your uh, electricity costs. So I'm gonna steal it if I see somebody whatever, walking whatever with a thousand dollar solar generator. I'm stealing it because you don't. Okay. Need, you need to stop bringing those into Starbucks. Well, we need one of those for our YouTube channel, so I support it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of that's that's like the biggest company I think in the solar power station world is 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 Goal Zero. So they've got a a lot of competition that's coming up, including off grid pros. So get ready, we're about it. We're about to take it over. Do you know if any uh, of these companies are uh, public publicly traded? I'm sure maybe one of them. I would look for Goal Zero probably first. Um, yeah, they're not. No. Okay, so let me get this straight. We we can't sell Goal Zero, right? They when I last talked to them, they said we are not offering any more partnerships, like dropship partners, until September. So okay. right, a month so, and a half, I'm going to hit them up. So, oh wow, uh, yeah, that, that Goal Zero is actually a subsidiary. Uh, of energy nrg nrg oh nrg yeah that's a big yeah that's that's a, that's the ticker it's a big yeah. company yep oh there you go cool so yeah that's a plan is just talk to them in september and see if we can get some other stuff so okay yeah i mean they, they're gonna have some big competition coming from us i mean they're only worth 8.2 billion dollars that's cute don't change it's, i remember when we were worth that much <laughs> yep yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah so that's kind of what an, a, a solar power station is it's it really just allows you mm-hmm. to plug right into it and and just start having power from from the get-go and you can just use it for all kinds of different stuff it like it doesn't it doesn't have to be just for you know charging a phone because it kind of seems ridiculous that you would just buy something this big for a laptop and a phone but you can you know do a whole bunch of different stuff you can have your laptops your phones your lights fan all that kind of stuff um the big thing that some people like to get it for though is if they have so say they're a homeowner they're they're connected to the grid and then they live like in i don't know a east coast state like louisiana or north carolina or something some some place that gets hit by hurricanes and they're like, I need something to run like a fridge or a freezer or whatever in case my power goes out. And it's not going to run it indefinitely, but it's definitely going to give you a good head start. So like EcoFlow has on their website, it says if if you put a full-size refrigerator on this system, it's going to run it for eight plus hours. So um, that's, that's the good thing about these systems is that you can take them on the go. So if you want to go camping, you want to go, I don't know whatever you like to do, you can take these with you. You can charge it at home. If you want to do that, you can charge it with solar, you can charge it with a car battery. You can do all that kind of stuff. And then if you have some kind of emergency in your house, you can use that as your backup electricity. So, I mean, even if you wanted, you could always get a, a pl- an adapter to actually plug directly into your house. Cause I've actually seen a couple of videos of people hooking a homeless unit directly into their house, which is kind of wild to me. I think you'd, Probably be better just plugging directly into it, but that's just my my thought process. Yeah, I think the utility would not, you know, look at that as uh, as a, something they don't want. They want a lot of people doing. Um, I, I was also going to say, you know, in a backup situation where maybe you have, um, you know, hurricane come through, 
it's really nice for these units. Um, you know, if you have a gas powered generator with, with that, in that kind of a scenario, you can run your gas powered generator for a few hours, Mm -hmm. recharge your batteries, and then, you know, run off of your, your solar power station for, you know, eight to 12 hours. And then you're only running your generator a couple of hours a day or, you know, four or five hours a day versus 24 seven, you know? Um, so it's a really good supplement to that and you're not, not burning as much fuel and not having to listen to a generator all, all day. Yeah. Cause these things are crazy quiet. Like the only thing you're going to hear with these things is the fan that turns on to keep the battery cool. Like that's, that's it. Um, and another good feature, I guess you, you could say would be that you can actually have solar feeding into this, these systems, while you're using them so i mean i definitely wouldn't at that point if you're going to have power feeding in and out simultaneously i wouldn't necessarily say that you should be maxing it out or coming close because you know you're gonna you're gonna heat those batteries up a lot faster um but it's definitely still an option to, to be able to do that and then i believe with the delta even if your battery, like you've used that battery for years and it is it's crapped out on you i'm pretty sure the way it works is that you can actually have solar feed into it and be plugged in and still use the direct power that is being produced by solar. So that's another benefit. So if that ever, if that ever does happen to you, you've been using it for years and, and just the batteries died out on you. So what's the, and the companies that you mentioned, are the batteries easily interchangeable? Are they proprietary batteries? Can you swap them out with higher amperage batteries or how does that? Here's the thing. Here's the thing with it as well. So I, I think, Part of the reason that all these companies are going to a modular type system is that because is that it's harder to change out the battery if it does if something does go wrong, and so it it's you got to ship it back and they have to put it back in for you and all that kind of stuff. But I think uh, one of the companies that I th- I think has probably done a better job, even though I their name isn't as big in the solar power station world, is is Renogy. They actually do have replacement batteries that you can just take right out and put right back in um on and do it yourself and that's that's with their their lichen and so that's a very similar system in terms of size and all kind of stuff to these other these other medium-sized um systems so i think that's probably why they're going to more modular so that people can just switch things out should a battery ever die or have any issues um so they don't have to actually take the system apart so yeah yeah i mean there's two schools of thought there you know it's like be able to swap out your own battery to make it easier for the customer or keep the customer in contact with you because it's your proprietary battery. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know if your battery goes out in your iPhone. You guys, if you want a new battery, you got to send it to Apple, you know, yep. you're, not getting, you're not swapping that out on your own. So I don't know. I would think the utility of being able to swap out your own battery would make more sense, especially in, uh, in, in a disaster type of scenario, a hurricane comes through like i don't want to have to be like man call those stupid idiots at off-grid pros send this thing the battery sucks <laughs> hey, uh, well, hopefully that doesn't ever happen <laughs> right so, i'm curious what what kind of warranties do these units typically come with uh so the ecoflow delta comes with a two-year warranty on it so and i think all of them are going to be fairly similar i believe energy is a is the same kind of warranty so i think the the thing they put in there is that if you haven't 
neglected your battery and you haven't abused it or your solar power station, then they're going to help you replace it or fix it or whatever. So like some people, you know, they buy it for a disaster type situation. They don't use it for 18 months and then they go back and the battery is dead or has some kind of issue. And it's like, you need to check on, check on it, you know, every four or five months just to make sure that the battery is, is still charged, that it's not depleted, you know, more than 10%, 20%, whatever. Um, but it's just like checking on, on your batteries, make sure that they're good to go. And then, so it's like, like I said, if you haven't neglected or abused your system, then I think that's how you can get it replaced or repaired for free or for a low cost. So, yeah. So here's the thing. Due to the fact that we had a lot of brainstorming happen in this uh, podcast episode to talk about how we're going to become multimillionaires faster we have already hit 52 minutes and we didn't make it halfway through (laughs) it's honestly it's because you talk too much let's just be honest i don't think (laughs) i think the the listeners appreciate it they like to hear the ins and outs of these things and i'm just trying to give the people what they want just give the people what they want yeah. So, and if you don't thought, want it, tell me in the comments. Okay. I thought I thought tell we hit all these topics. Point. We kind of did, but I honestly, on my own thing, I only made it to number four oh, out geez. of eight. Yeah, but which we've, is we've, we've talked we've, about a lot of the other we, things. I think we generally forward. covered it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So I think with that, do you want to you want to close us out, Canadian, or do you want me to do it? Yeah. Sure. I could. I'd say we can. We can definitely oh, end there. Um, again, I'd, uh, I'd invite you to fight me in the comments on everything that I've said. So I'd appreciate some of your feedback. If there's anything that we talked about today, uh, feel free to let us know. Let us know if you'd like us to go uh, a little bit more in depth. Now, the goal of this podcast is just general information. We're happy to go a little further if you'd like. Uh, so again, thank you for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions, please email us at info at shopoffgrid.com. And Thank you again. We'll see you for episode four next week. Yeah, episode four. <laughs> Just talking about what are we talking about? Uh, what are we talking about? Next the week? biggest mistakes people make going off the grid. Oh, that's going to be a fun oh, one, Ryan. You probably got great. over a decade of, of mistakes <laughs> built up in your head. That we we're going to need two Absolutely. hours for that one. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a four-part uh, series. Actually, it's going to be a mini-series. So just be on the lookout for that. Um, thanks again, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.